Good morning. Good morning. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Welcome to day two of Earth. Been a good show. I'm uh, <clears throat> trying to get this voice back in order already. It's already, already gone. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Pooch. I own a small company called Repcord. Uh, we make fine filament furniture. And every week, uh, with my partner in crime here, Andrew, from uh, 3D Glue, hey, everyone. the lead scientist <laughs> of the Empire of Sticky, uh, we do a podcast called Maker That Money. So a lot of these uh, shows are uh, very focused on, you know, obviously, making and all the cool things that we like. And I always felt like there was a good opportunity to talk about maker entrepreneurship in particular. So a lot of people kind of get their start here. I know we got our start at this show. I know you got your we start got at this start, show. Yeah, we yeah. started right here. A little, little closer. Yeah, yeah. sure. So uh, it, this whole podcast that we started doing started as just a phone call, Yep. a series of phone calls between Andrew and I. And I said, you know, even if this, this seems like interesting information, let's just record it. And we've been doing it now. We have, what, 35 episodes 35, or yeah. something like that. I think this might be 33 or 34, something like that. S somewhere around there. <laughs> so today we're just going to try to record a live version of what we do every Friday. If this is of interest to you, if you have uh, maker entrepreneurial interests and whatnot, we uh, always disclaim that we don't pretend to have it all figured out. But uh, we do enjoy sharing our journey and we have, it's a call-in show so people can call and ask questions. Yep. Uh, we also record live every Friday on YouTube. So if you just want to get on the chat, you can do it that way. Yep. Uh, today's episode, we're kind of doing a, a bring back of a favorite, which uh, is very appropriate to this uh, event. And it's how to make money with 3D printing. <laughs> so just a little housekeeping before we kind of actually officially start. Um, we only have 30 minutes for this one. We usually do 60, so we're probably going to go a little bit fast. Uh, we're not going to have an opportunity, unfortunately, to take questions at this one. But please, if you have questions, you can find us in each yes. of our booths. Uh, Clayton, our guest today, Uncle Jesse, for real, you may know him. Uh, he'll be walking around as well, too. So fantastic resource also. Uh, and uh, here we go. You guys ready? Woohoo! All right. Uh, this is our first live recording of this, too, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. You think so? I think it's going to be great. It's, it's going to be fun. Thank it's you. Gonna be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right. So without further ado, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 34 of Maker That sure. Money. I am Pooch of Repcord, and with me today... I'm Andrew of 3D Glue. And our special guest. I'm Uncle Jesse. I make videos about 3D printing on the interwebs. Very concise intro, Clayton. Yes. Clayton. Thank you. Also Thank known you. as Clayton, if you want to yes. call him by his birth name. If you want to talk secret identities. <laughs> so, Clayton, we're very lucky to have you with us today Incredibly because lucky. Uh, I don't know anybody out there that, that does both the content creator and the uh, uh, you know, entrepreneurial hustle the way that quite the I'm way trying. you do. I'm trying. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that today you can share some tips for us and some, yeah. some experiences that you've had. Uh, and maybe just give us a quick background about how you got into not just content creation, but like taking it to the next level and learning how to monetize and actually run a proper business. Man, uh, first of all, before I even jump into that, I love 
what you guys are doing because it fits perfectly. This this whole discussion fits perfectly into the community because everybody's very open and shares. Hey, I've got this printer. Uh, here's some mods. Here's things I can do to make it work better. Here's upgrades. Here's just tips and tricks. And that's exactly what you guys have done here, but more on the business side of things, <laughs> which is people want like there's no set of resources out there for people to find. We're just, as you mentioned, we're just figuring it out as yeah. we're going with this. Yeah, and, and Andrew, I think you can you can speak to this too, that that we, re we recognize that yeah, absolutely. we had a kindred spirit and, and we, <laughs> we love making this community bigger by involving other people and being a resource. And because there aren't resources, what better way than to try to just make our own resources? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, listen, you know, like like Pooch just said at the top, you know, we, we don't have it all figured out. We're just kind of, you know, figuring it out as we go. And we figured, hey, maybe we could talk about this and, and see if people find it interesting. Hopefully you learn something. Uh, uh, I find it hugely <laughs> interesting. And it's, it's, again, one of those, uh, I'll jump into this here, where it's, I, it's a great opportunity. If you have a machine or if you're interested in 3D printing, uh, I'm assuming most people listening <laughs> or watching this live have 3D printers, there is huge opportunities to actually turn some of the things that you're either designing or printing into something that you can make a profit of. I'm not saying that you can immediately <laughs> tomorrow quit your day job, but for me starting out, I had 3D printers on hand and I was like, hey, how can I afford more filament for more projects? All right, well, let me turn around and try and start selling some, some prints online yeah. just to make enough money to to buy, a hobby. buy more, <laughs> right, to buy another printer, or buy more filaments, or more now more resin. It's the never-ending cycle of, of uh, buying stuff. Here. For sure. So really quick, guys, show of hands out there. How many of you guys justified the purchase of your first 3D printer, thinking like, I'm going to sell stuff to pay for this printer? <laughs> All right. Just Whoa, so for those a, listening back that. after, wow, we've got that's a, great. maybe 50% of the crowd yeah. raising their hand. Yeah. Right. And, and I remember back in the day when I first got started, uh, 3D Hub, you guys remember 3D Hubs? It was yes. kind of a thing, and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you can you can put your printer at what printers you have, and then basically make yourself available to to farm out parts. And I, I did that, and you know, made a couple hundred bucks, but it was it was nothing like we expected originally. So I don't know, maybe talk about when you first got started, yeah. were there some false starts? Oh well, yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> I mean, when I first got started with it, I started 3D printing back in 2015, and that was my idea as well. I was like, all right, well, right. I can start printing small cosplay things or little trinkets that people awesome. would be interested in buying. Of course, things aren't printing correctly or I sell things. Uh, someone buy, like I list something, uh, I go to uh, ship it to them, but the printer's not working correctly. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm scrambling to get things printed and, and out to them. It's, right. it's, a, uh, it's a vicious cycle. But, but eventually, That's that was, this, again, way back in 2015 to 2018, but things have gotten progressively easier, in my opinion, to work with. I agree. Printer-wise. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because the, the, the theme of today is making money in 3D printing in 2022. <laughs> Not 2015. Not 2015. <laughs> right. So what I'm hoping we can do is maybe give some of these people some actionable things. Uh, if you're, yeah. Let me, let me jump, jump ahead here. Go jump away. I, I am I, wildly supportive of people making content. Whatever you're making and wanting to sell, post about it online. If you're selling little trinkets, make a little video, post it to TikTok. You never know what's going to absolutely blow up right. and drive traffic to whatever it is that you're 
trying to sell. Get some of that sweet viral internet sensation, it, right? <laughs> literally anything can pick up, and I, I have no rhyme or reason how it works. It just happens. Yeah, I, I'll make a little post. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be, this is gonna go do so well, and, and nothing right. happens. Nothing. And then I'll make a, a video about a failed print that will get like a million views. Right. And then people are like, oh, where can I buy that? Right. And I'm, wow. Oh, okay. Now I'm scrambling to try and get that listed and up and running or printed to now meet the demand of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk about the elephant in the room here because this this avails no in yeah, yeah this avails <laughs> in really well. So so basically what you're saying is uh, build like a four hundred thousand viewer like subscriber yeah, yes. following so you on YouTube spend, spend ten, and then spend 10 years and building then a YouTube channel. 10 years, no, thankfully it's not it's not that hard. I, I do have a little bit of an edge when it comes to publishing something and initially getting sure. views. Like I'm not going to discredit that at all. I don't think you can gloss over that fact. I think that's a but, big advantage. But what I will say is there are products that I have been selling for like 4 years that I never post about and they're continuously just cash cows, huh? Just, just kind of just continually evergreen, evergreen just people ah. are buying and printing thing. Uh, right and seasonal stuff is it's just wild to me. Like right now, obviously, it's we're in October. Halloween's yes. rolling around the door. It's spooky. I season. do uh, cosplay-related Halloween things that are just uh, they sell continually all year. But leading up sure. into October, this is prime time. It's prime time. Yeah, it's it's insane. So it, talk about that for a second, if you will. So I think some of you have you guys seen? Uh, he did a was it was it a uh, a short or a TikTok or Which when one? you talked about the ghosts that oh, you just yeah. sold YouTube, and you made. Right? Uh, Four, like 4,000 okay, so, bucks and... Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did make a, a YouTube, a quick YouTube video uh, about how in one week, no, one weekend, I made, I sold over $4,000 worth of a 3D printed ghost to people online. That's revenue. That's, uh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, revenue, yeah. 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 Okay, not then, including expenses. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and it, it came out to a little over, like, almost three grand, I think, between fees and shipping and all that other stuff. Okay. Still, Still that's, very good. That's a, that's a healthy so, margin. That was me piggybacking off of another creator who I saw his video go viral. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I want in on this as well. Jump <laughs> in on the bandwagon. <laughs> sure. So decided to jump in and make my own post about his thing, which also, like, since his was going viral, mine was getting a fraction of the amount of views that he was getting. But still people were seeing it. So that's a, is that a strategy that you is, would recommend? That like is 1,000% a strategy. If someone else is blowing up with something, jump on it as quickly as you can. So you don't necessarily even have to have an original idea. No. Hmm. You're just riding the wave. Like this, just okay, so here's the, wave. the whole reason why I made my ghost video recently was because I had so many orders coming in that I pushed out my delivery dates beyond October, and people are still buying it. And I'm like, if you have a printer and want to make money, People are trying to buy these right now and get them next week. So you could charge yeah. a premium for that or charge more order. or rush order, <laughs> yeah, to get those out to people in advance of right. what some of other people, myself and others, were. And printing. you started doing variants too, didn't you? Like bigger ones or, yeah, I, or there's so, options to. So it's a, it's a Boy in Space was the one that I piggybacked off of. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw and, that he was doing tiny ones and I did huge, not huge, I did 400% scale ghosts. Right. And so was selling, and they were wildly popular. But 
my 400% scale <laughs> takes a good bit longer to print. Sure. <laughs> so you didn't do then the, the business then the small, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, you know, uh, in hindsight, I probably should have stuck with the small ones. <laughs> you could maximize. It, it, that's actually a, a really smart thing to think through. Yeah. When this is how, in hindsight, like if I could compare my sales to It's a Boy in Space, which I don't know what he sold his at. But I know for sure he's able to print way more in eight hours than I'm able to print. I'm able to print one ghost in eight hours, and he's able to print 20 ghosts in an hour, okay. or eight hours. Okay. So the, the, the profit side, there's a, a, a good bit of offset. So there's sure. some operational efficiency there. And that you just need to <laughs> sit back and think through. Okay. okay. Okay, so let's let's bring it back to business now for a second. So obviously one way to make money with 3D printing, the low-hanging fruit that I think a lot of us see is like, let's find something that might be popular right now. You're you are very well known for like a, a movie is coming out. Yeah. And you say, okay, what's what's in the zeitgeist right now? What's I, really hot right now? Let's find something to I print and ride that. I literally have a whiteboard in my uh, at my house, at my studio, uh, with upcoming movies that I'm interested in that are coming out in the next six months, 12 months that I know of, and I'm trying to plan projects around those. And oh, that's the that's same thing idea. for anybody that's interested in, if you have 3D modeling skills, looking at some of those things, to try and get sure. ahead of the, the curve so that when, the pro, when whatever that is comes out, you're prepped and ready for that to go. So as people are searching for Thor Love and Thunder, I have a Thor Love and Thunder project right. and like waiting ready to go so or products or products ready to go I, so here are two really good tips in that is one and we talk about this all the time andrew you can't gloss over the organizational aspect like Absolutely. when you're doing this for a living i'm wildly unorganized by well we all i think we all are we all i think that's as part of the maker ethos is yeah. the lack of organization you know so <laughs> raging against that but but starting with something simple, get yourself a whiteboard, get a chalkboard, whatever, write down notes, put it in your phone as you have ideas, uh, and, and try to, to help that drive your, your, just do five minutes of brainstorming, and you'll be surprised what you come up with. Uh, and then you can start pairing out. You said like, okay, now here's all my ideas. Now what's gonna be practical for me to do? The other piece that I think is really important, you said, what are the things that I am into? Oh and, yeah, and I think that is really important because that your passion then translates over to it. So when you are doing it, you're genuinely excited. So if you're excited about it, I guarantee you there is an audience out there that is also excited about it. And 1, that thousand percent that very much comes through in your videos. Like when yeah. you're doing just a t and it doesn't take much to get started to do a oh short God. or a TikTok. The, the best thing in the past few years is the short form content. You don't have to spend a week shooting and editing and making right. a Compiling long time. footage. You take out your, yeah. you don't need a special camera. You don't need a special microphone. Your cell phones have video. All of my TikToks, my YouTube shorts, I just use my phone and then use the in-app editors to edit and then slap on whatever soundtrack I can find and those right. and, and post it. It's right. like a 30 second thing. And, and we talk about this on the show a lot. We, we say MVP, it's minimum viable product. The, the biggest thing, the biggest hurdle is to just start doing something. Don't worry if you don't have the pro camera, what the pro audio, today? what can you get done oh, yeah. today? How do you get your start? E even, even things like your product photos, for me, uh, all of my product photos in my Etsy shop are just from my phone. And I have a nice, I have a nice <laughs> camera that I record all my videos on. I don't use that 
for any of that. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, whatever's the quickest and easiest. And I'm like trying to snap what I think is like a good, like is, sure, you you take a you take an honest effort, right? Yeah. But again, it's what can you get done right now in this moment? I don't want to. I don't want to spend. Step. I don't. I don't want to spend a half an hour to an hour posting. Mm -hmm. I, I want to get the listing up and then see how it does. Well, I guess you have to ask yourself how much extra does that bring in by putting in all of that time to get that perfectly dialed in look or that photo? <laughs> in all honesty, probably not well, much. When I've spent honestly, when I've spent the time trying to perfect a like a, especially a short video mm -hmm. they've never done well but it's always the hey let me whip out my camera real quick and yeah. talk First about when you this. least expect it when, yeah. is when it oh, does here's the best. how to here's how to unclog your 3d printer oh i didn't realize that was going to do so well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, so, then it, and then it was literally hey what are you printing in that video and i was like oh well here's a link to the shop where you can buy one of those Right, so the, the name of the game then is volume in that sense because you, you can spend all this time and effort trying to get something out there and it's not going to work and then something you spent two seconds on might, so you need to play the numbers game then to some extent. And by the way, you don't have to, don't feel like you have to be like me and standing in front of your camera and talking and be all up in here. No, yeah. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to. All these pr platforms, you can literally just post whatever your record of the product and then text you can write text overlay or talk yep. over it and it'll auto do the text for Voice you. Voiceover. You don't have to okay. show yourself at all if you're uncomfortable being in front of the camera. You don't have to do that. There's a wildly successful YouTube channel I love called This Old Tony if you guys are into machining oh. and stuff and it's just his hands yep. and he's got a huge following and stuff like that so you don't have to be a face. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really really important point to take. It's intimidating for a lot of people. I mean it was intimidating if you go back and watch my first set of videos I'm like so, hi, we're going to be looking at this Xbox <laughs> yeah. game yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> but very the, uncomfortable. But the message of it, you can't undervalue the uh, importance of getting some messaging out. Like a lot of you are your salesperson. The product when you're starting is you and you are your product. And we are so lucky to have these tools in this day and age that allow us potential for massive reach. It, it honestly, it, like... I can't understate how amazing it is to me that literally anyone can go from no following to a massive following with just a handful of posts, or sure. not even just not even the following, but the, just the reach right. ability for that in a short amount. Of, like, okay, uh, I'll go back to it's a boy in space, Ben. Ben, yeah. He started posting TikToks beginning of twenty twenty one, I think. Okay, so he about now has a year, about a year. A he now has like almost five million followers on That's TikTok. Incredible! It's I was like, what the hell? <laughs> this <Yeah>. is insane. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So obviously we know the power of social media. I don't. A lot of you may, maybe you're into Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, yeah. none. Maybe you want to do uh, email they, outreach. By the way, you don't ha you don't have to use those platforms at all. Uh, one thing that I'm in a bunch of different Facebook 3D printing groups, and some of those are about selling things. Right. Facebook Marketplace, just trying to sell things that you're making locally, has worked out so well for a lot of people. Or I would, I keep saying I'm going to try it out myself, but like selling those ghosts on yeah. a local neighborhood Facebook group. You could probably uh, yeah. sell a handful of those. Again, it's, you don't necessarily have to sell thousands of dollars of something right off the bat, but if you can make enough money to buy two rolls of filament, hey, that's awesome. It, it, continues, the yeah. it continues the cycle, right? right. Sure.
Yeah, so finding, finding an audience wherever it may be, whether it's social media, whether it's locally, maybe you're into going to uh, trade shows or craft fairs or, oh you know, yeah. uh, uh, your local farmer's market a lot of times. I've seen so yes. much awesome yep. craft stuff, and they're always yeah. looking for other ways to bring people into those uh, types of events. And then, uh, so. Um, a, a, another big tip that I have for people is there are lots of design. Like, I'm not a 3D designer. I have horrible skills when it comes to that. There are some amazing folks that have Patreons or other options that allow you to download, print, and sell their model. And there's a, like a huge span of things that you could potentially look into. Sure. So yeah, so. let's let's talk about that for a second, just to be clear, because obviously you guys know that that model, not all models that are out there are are able to yes. be used for commercial purposes. So right. you pick items that where the designer says, you know what, rather than make these myself, and there's a lot of them out there. You guys have seen Cinder, the Cinderwind dragons yep. have been really hot. Mm -hmm. This ghost has been, uh, there's, a mil there's a million of it. You did a bunch of Loki horns. Uh, yep. yep. You can pay to license these, just like a lot of other things. And uh, that's one strategy for making money with a 3D printer. Correct. There Let's, go, go ahead. You want no, to I was going to say, um, I I've also, directly, I've seen uh, a model that someone has produced, and I will directly reach out to that person, and if they don't have it available to sell, I will try and work out a deal with them of, hey, I'm interested in selling this, can we do some sort of revenue share sure, it's here? Sure, a great idea. Uh, I'll give you 10%, 8% of the profits, and... Well and, and that, that really hones in on the value of the community, right? right. That you're going to get a lot further, a lot faster by finding ways to help promote. Because now it's in that person's interest as well yes. for you to sell it because they have skin well, in the game as well. The, it, it, it's not always going to work, but it's a great... And for them, it's like it's passive income. That sure. They've done the model once, and now I'm every month getting them a kickback. And a lot of times they'll probably help market it. Like, hey, yes. look at what Uncle Jesse did with our mouth. You know, um, we have Photos Mint has been over at, at our booth uh, signing. And uh, uh, Charo, if you guys haven't met Charo Zuck, is a, a prolific Photos Mint model mm -hmm. printer and painter. And it's just such a great synergistic thing. I know Photos is just really excited to have him. And, and oh, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, it's neat to see the, that there's, community there's a, help each other. For sure. There, there's a lot of that community aspect here of just Again, helping out, um, sharing, and like, it's this whole the whole idea here is if I have basically I've always been like if I if I have anything that I can help get out there for someone else to do similar things or make money with this I want to share yeah. that there's tons of room for people it's not like oh there's five people selling drag there's a million people selling dragons now but uh, <laughs> so many dragons <laughs> but at the time it was like oh five people are selling dragons I shouldn't no no no, no. there's like Go out there. People people are interested in these things. So show of hands in the audience here. How many of you guys have uh, have a business and have started trying to print and sell things, whether it's on Etsy, nice. on your own website? Wow. Okay, so again, maybe that's, like half that's here. Okay. So that is one so I want to say like that is one strategy for three D printing and making money. It's not the only one, right? Mm -hmm. We uh, I know you your product is specifically more in support of absolutely three D yeah. printing. So it's a, you're very obviously mm -hmm. related because your your adhesives are specifically for three D printing. Yeah, well, you know, so there's tons of ideas that support the industry. I mean, there's as well. a ton of people printing that need stuff exactly to get put together. What we found was when when we got into three D printing back, you know, in 2012, we were doing prototyping and you know 
real engineering, and we always had an issue of like, how do we glue these things together? How do we make this stuff? Super work? glue is not great. <laughs> and and yeah, so you know what we found was, was like there was a better way to do something, and we took a step back and we said, wait a second, maybe someone else would be interested in this, and we took a shot. We literally just took a shot in the dark and said, hey, what can we do today that gets this thing out? Like, let's do like a Kickstarter. Let's go to this thing called Earth that no one's ever heard about. You yeah. know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, you know, talk about our product. And then boom, it just, it blew up. And it all came from, again, working directly with these 3D printers and saying, hey, here's a problem that we're having. Let's reach out to the community, see if other people are having this issue. And, and you know, it just kind of spiraled from there. Yeah, so when you guys are thinking about, how many of you are not currently running a business, but maybe thinking about making the leap at some point? Okay, a couple show of hands. Okay, awesome. good. So obviously you're probably spending a lot of time thinking about, well, what is it that I wanna do, right? You're trying to, and I'm like, how do we give people some tangible ideas for brainstorming things that they can take to the next level? I wish I had a solid answer. <laughs> you are no help. You could just pass. <laughs> well, I, I mean, again, I think it goes back to what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, I'm passionate about, originally, I, so I make YouTube videos about 3D printing. Before that, on my channel, I was making Xbox videos because I still play a lot of video games. <laughs> like every night, I dedicate at least an hour so I can get on and play Xbox. But when I was interested in trying to make something and sell something 3D printing wise, I was like, what? what's Xbox related that I'm interested in that I know other people that uh, play games would be interested in? So I was selling absolutely. Uh, controller stands and other little controllers. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a little steer, someone else designed a steering wheel and that, that was a, a yeah. revenue share. Sure. I was like, hey, I want to sell those. Can we work out a deal? And it's, yeah, worked out. I'm still selling those. I, did that four years ago at this point. It's still incredible. selling those. Yeah. Okay, good. So one, passion. What is your passion? What is it that you know? What is it you're bringing that's the secret sauce? What do you got? I, I think for me, the biggest one is don't be afraid to fail. Oh we learn gosh, yeah. so much more from failure than we do from the successes. The success and the wins are huge, right? And, and that's the motivation piece. But, you know, when we were developing our formulas, we failed time and time and time again. And I didn't know if we were ever going to get it right. But we just kept working at it, work that problem, keep trying, and, you know, you'll find something that sticks, pun Can intended. I, <laughs> I, I want to jump in for two seconds uh, on the failing aspect because I have a, a selling <clears throat> failure story. It's real quick. We, we got more time. Uh, We're good. Last fall, uh, the dragons kicked off. I was like, I'm going to sell dragons. I'm going to sell resin 3D printed dragons. And I sold a lot in one like a a lot hundreds <laughs> and so i was like oh i've got a bunch of resin 3d printers i can print on all of them uh and it, i can print one on each and it takes me about 30 minutes to an hour oh man i'm gonna you crank this crank out and just crank out. it out in oh, no time yeah. no problem uh all right part of it failed oh all right i gotta reprint it uh oh man all right now i've printed all these now i need to clean all of them now oh. i need to cure all of them the then i need to ship the, yeah and then it's like some oh. are breaking and then i'm shipping them out to people and then they're like oh uh it broke in the mail oh, and i'm no. like i'm never 
doing this again. <laughs> that was my learning, big learning experience. I was like, all right, resin, good, maybe not in the volume that I tried to, uh, tried to do it in. Yeah. No, the, 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 I, the one of the things that I keep saying that is so awesome about this industry, additive manufacturing, 3D printing, and the tool sets that we have available to us in this day and age, is that you have the ability to pivot like that. Right, so if something isn't working, you don't look at that as like, I have failed or whatever. It's just like, that didn't work, what's next? Repcord got its start just uh, on Amazon selling white labeled filament and some nozzles and some accessories and stuff like that. And that was fine, but it wasn't, you know, that was a side hustle for a period of time. And it took me two years to really find something that I was like, no, this is, you know, when we started manufacturing our own stuff, that's when it really kind of clicked and, and the passion really, and it went from side hustle more like, oh, maybe we got something here. So it may take some time is the other thing. Um, it may not be right away. The things that you think, like you say, are going to do great. You never know. You just, you never know, but you, you only fail once you start moving or stop moving, right? Yeah. So keep moving and pivot and don't be ashamed to pivot. I, you know, I think to build on that, you know, you'll become an overnight success in about five years, right? right? It, right. it takes so long to actually a lot get of somewhere. grinding and working <laughs> a lot at of grinding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's it's something where don't get discouraged by comparing yourself to maybe another or a different business or or seeing someone else being able to do these things. You know, again, what you're not seeing is all of the effort, all of the late nights, all of you know just that that grind, yeah. and you're just seeing a small moment in a spotlight, and just use that as a motivation to yourself, saying, hey. I'm not where I want to be, but if I keep working at this, if I keep trucking along, keep traveling one foot right. in front of the other, I'm going to get somewhere. Because just as you said, you only fail when you truly stop moving. So yeah. don't stop moving. So absolutely. I think one of the things that's a challenge, I know for me as a maker trying to transition into a business owner was the intimidation of all of the administrative minutia oh yes. that we don't want to deal with. Whether it's... No. Whether it's like, how do I, do I need to get a lawyer? Do I need to like <laughs> fill out tax forms? Do I, and I was just like, I don't even want to do, I'm sure a lot of you guys probably feel that too, right? Like that is not what we are passionate about as makers. But the message I would convey is that it's one, it's not nearly as bad as you'd think. Mm -hmm. And two, there are more resources now than ever, mm -hmm. you know, for just like how to get started. I mean, we have YouTube, we have all these other things out there that allow us uh, to, to do that. So don't be afraid to spend a little time and you will nine times out of 10 go, oh, this, th that wasn't nearly <laughs> as bad as I thought. Uh, one other, uh, especially, I mean, they're very much business side of 3D printing. I'm more on the 3D print, well, one part of it is 3D printing just to making stuff and trying to sell that. And I, uh, one question I get a lot from people is, do I need to buy and set up an LLC for myself in order to just sell stuff on Etsy? No, you don't. And you, I, I didn't for like, five years <laughs> right yeah. we talk about minimum viable product exactly. all the time just getting started is the thing and then see like I, I, how many of you feel like you're planners and you want to like outline the whole thing like I try to play chess way too much right you're like I'm trying to see 20 moves ahead but the thing is like you're worrying about things that may not even be a problem because right. you're assuming that you're gonna get to that point prove out that you have something first mm -hmm. by just getting it out on Etsy. Like Etsy is a great place to start. It's also very easy to start your own website these days. Oh, use yeah. Squarespace, Wildly. use Wix, use any of those things and just see how it sells and get yourself some actual data. Nothing will give you more confidence than actual sales data. Absolutely. So start selling, 
because you can do focus groups all you want, you can survey your friends and all this stuff, but at the end of the day, unless they're paying that hard-earned money, it's, it's really worthless, honestly. Exactly. Uh, I don't want to say worth it, but you guys know what I'm getting at. There is nothing more concrete than that sales data. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, to, to add to that point, a, a lot of this stuff can also be fixed at the end of the thing. Right? If you get started and you realize that you have something successful and maybe you weren't keeping track of receipts or expenses or anything else, you can always go back and correct a lot of these little mistakes That's or right. little errors. And you don't have to be worried that, you know, oh, hey, there's a man coming to get me because I didn't file this correctly, you know, or, or anything. You, uh, I mean, no. you don't even have to be, things that I was overly concerned with, oh, do I need, like, resin laps, our, our resin cable that Andrew Sink and I developed, do we yes. need packaging do we need to develop packaging for all this like why are we stressing about this let's just see if it sells see if it sells then first exactly. we'll look into some of these things yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and we've talked about this in past episodes too we there we take on a lot of technical debt so for, mm -hmm. if you guys are familiar with the term technical debt we we talk about it all the yeah. time it's basically you're borrowing against your future self to saying i'm going to fix that problem later mm -hmm. and sometimes it'll come back and really bite you in the ass but a lot of the time mm -hmm. it's actually a good thing because you're not wasting a bunch of time worrying about what's not a problem right now. Exactly, because like, you know, you're, you're gonna waste a lot of your energy, you're gonna waste a lot of that valuable resource of creativity of how do I, how do I get to that next level by worrying about things that you don't even need to worry about because you don't even know if it's gonna work. Okay, so we, we've talked about kind of the, the, you can print things on your printer and sell them on Etsy. Uh, and, and yes, that's effective, but I think the bigger message that I'm, my takeaway would be like, find your niche, right? So you can yeah. do that and you can make a lot of good money doing that, mm -hmm. but you're obviously, if you're just trying to jump in and compete with Uncle Jesse here selling the same ghosts and stuff like that, you like figure out how to make can. it your own. Yeah, how you do you can. make it your own? Yeah, I mean, in, my, your in my ghost video, I was like, hey, uh, print, them, print them in different colors. Can you print it even bigger than me? Go for that. Can you do smaller ones to, or make them the same as mine, but paint the paint the mm -hmm. shoes i don't know <laughs> so make, differentiate things right so just to let you know they let us know that the the person after us decided he wasn't going to cancel so we're going to go a little bit longer if oh, that's perfect. okay and if you guys have to leave we're not offended that's totally fine we're just going to keep going a little bit um make it your own i want to pivot for a second because i think that a lot of people that feels like the lowest hanging fruit with 3d printing i'm going to print ready to be sold things, or maybe I'll print miniatures. And stuff. There are a lot of people making a lot of good money doing Warhammer, doing all that other stuff. It is. Uh, yeah, it is. Again, just keep at it. Keep at it. Um, but obviously, using a 3D printer as a tool, so we do a lot of print farming, mm -hmm. okay? And we actually have multiple revenue streams as a result. It started because we were printing our own pieces for our own kits that were part of a greater product. So it's a tool set for us to make our brackets and our connectors for the storage boxes that we make. And then when we realized how much capacity we said, like, okay, let's sell some of that overflow and we print for some automotive con uh, customers and stuff like that and, and try to position ourselves more on a mass production level. So now we're talking about really, there are a million different ways you can make money with it, but don't limit yourself to thinking you have to print final product. Right. Sometimes it's just a step along the way and there there can be a lot more margin and profit to be had when it's part of a greater system. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, there's there's a company, you know, that's close to us in St. Louis that kind of did a very similar thing where they got into making filament 
and they were doing some really cool things with their film, it recycled, but what they realized was that there wasn't a whole lot of money in it. And they had printers to test their filament, and all of this extra capacity they started leveraging and using for producing parts for other companies that needed rapid prototyping. Yeah. And they started working with universities, uh, funding the, the research projects or, or whatever, like, hey, we need to have this mechanism printed. And so they would just, farm it out to them, and then send it over. So, you know, these are tools that you can really leverage in so many different ways right. that, that you don't instantly think about, I think. No. Um, uh, you mentioned resin labs. I don't know, Uncle Jesse, you guys, is a, is a tried and true hustler. Like, he is always <laughs> looking to make a buck. He will sell out at the drop of a hat. Uh, and. And we love him so much. He's looking to sponsor it. a video. I mean, he's a uh, yeah, yeah, running some yeah. Earth specials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned one of your your uh, partnerships with Andrew Sinks yes. uh, called Resin Labs. How many of you guys are familiar with Resin Labs? Have you seen it? It's just it's such a beautifully simple product that came from a problem that you identified in it, 3D printing. It was my problem that yes. I had with I'm I'm. Hugely a big fan of resin 3D printing and made the shift a few years ago. And I make video content online. And there was no good way for me to make time lapses of, of resin 3D prints. So what I was doing was trying to set an auto capture on my camera to the interval of the printer. And then I was manually editing photos to try and create a, a time lapse. I was like, there's got to be an easier way for this. Yeah. And I'm not technical enough. And I'm friends with Andrew Sink, who's a very technical individual. Level 77 wizard and so, everything. <laughs> so we, during the middle of the pandemic, we're over FaceTime. He's walking me through splicing wires, soldering wires. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I was like, this isn't going to be a pretty solder or anything like that. I was like, this barely will work. We're butchering 3D printers to try and make something right. happen. But initially, yeah. we were way over-engineering, trying to come up with a way over-engineered product. Right. And then sort of a light bulb went off, and we figured out a way to do it much easier Right. that works pretty yeah. dang well for some cameras, not all cameras, sorry, Sony users. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who aren't familiar with what it is, it's basically just a photo cell on the end of a wire that, that goes into your resin printer, and then every time that, uh, that layer, the, light. Tr the light triggers, it sends the signal to your camera shutter. So if you have a camera that has a remote shutter, and it's just beautifully elegant and simple, it was so and you've made quite a product out of it. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's something that we, you know, will bulk develop and then have on hand and then it, it's something that just continually sells it's ever year. yeah so. yeah but point being is you, your product doesn't have to be oh. made with the oh, printer oh, itself sorry and then let Go me ahead. when we officially kicked it off andrew and i were like how many people do you think would be interested in this i was like i don't know 50 100 <laughs> people i don't know we surprise surprise like sold out of our inventory so fast, and then we're in a scramble to um, stock up on cables and get those in. But it goes back to what you guys were saying of, it's like, hey, don't get ahead of the cart like mm -hmm. until you actually start seeing sales come in. Then start Make to, it a problem before yeah. you make it yeah. a problem. Yep. I was yeah. like, this isn't a bad problem for us to have. That we're That's, You hear that all the time. Good problem to have. Good problem to have. It's such a cliche, obviously, but it's, it is true. And the, and the basis of that is just like, get to the problem and then solve it. Don't try to play chess too far ahead because you're going to waste a lot of time, right? We already yep. covered that. Um, 
there are a ton. We at Repcord sell a lot of product that is in support of the 3D printing industry, right? So we use the printers as a tool, but we also we use ourselves as our own guinea pig. And nine times out of ten, if it's a problem for you, it's going to be a problem for other people. And there's just so much low-hanging fruit and opportunity for identifying product in there. Uh, and don't be afraid to try doing it. We uh, have been very successful modding the uh, CR30 belt printers like that Creality came up with or offering mods to the Prusa. So look at who is doing it well and think about, is there something I can add to this? That is a fantastic way to come up with product ideas. I'm, I'm going to throw out a little product here. I, I'm not, not sponsored or anything like that, but I, I, bought, <laughs> one. I bought one after I saw it on, uh, on TikTok. Uh, the the no clogger, the unclogger. Have you guys seen that? It's literally a wire with a 3D printed handle that you can jam. It's a really long wire that you can jam into your printer to yeah. clear a clog. And it's so beautifully simple and stupid that I was like, this is a great idea. Is the are they gonna? It sounds like it able, should be an infomercial. Are they, the are they gonna be able to? Are they gonna be able to retire from this? Probably not. Right. But I bet that project right there is helping supplement other things that they're working on. Or. Yeah. Buying more printers or something. Sure. Like that. I guarantee it's not a it's not a company. It's somebody sitting in their garage, mm -hmm. whipping these up and then shipping them out to people. But that's that is such a good way to get a start, guys. Because you're not. It's all about stringing base hits together. It's not about swinging for the fences immediately. Because you will learn so much from doing that one. Our. It's funny you mentioned that because one of the first products we actually made was a nozzle unclogging tool. It was just a series of different. I, I went to a company in China that was making luthier flutes for uh, filing down yeah. like the nut on a bridge of a guitar. I said, "Hey, can you take the filing off of it, just make it a smooth rod, put it in a package, and they were, and then do it in 0 0.8, 0 0.6, 0 0.4." They, yeah, sure, we can do that. And all, lo and behold, we had our first product. Learned a lot in what it takes to source from a vendor, package, now, all of that Now stuff. that's wild to me. Like the whole sourcing of products. And, and it's all, not I, for the faint of heart. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in this day and age, yes. I'll tell you that. But uh, like I said, lots of opportunities. Get your start. And like I said, there's no shame in it's it, starting as a side hustle and then seeing where you go with it. And you'll be surprised what opportunities come to you as a result of that. I, yeah, that's absolutely. I think uh, I think this is a good place to kind of wrap it all up with a bow. I want to thank everybody live who joined us uh, yeah, thank today. You guys for I listening. really wish you guys the best. Uh, if you like what we're doing, uh, you can please like and subscribe, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, all that. We do record this every Friday. Feel free to drop in when you can. Be in the chat. We love seeing you guys in the chat, feeding us questions or call in. Uh, but you can also find us on any major podcast platform. We're called Maker That Money. And... Uh, I thank you guys for being here. Have a great rest of your show. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it.